Hi, we're the Petty Millennials, and we are back with another episode. So grab that avocado toast, grab your iced coffee, and get ready to sip on some petty tea with us. Ooh, that's right. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about various things, mainly the pressures of being a millennial and the laundry list of expectations, good and bad, things that we've done, so on and so forth. So um, the first one I want to jump into is with all this college debt and... um, Thank God we're drinking on this podcast. (laughs) We have a lot to say. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that. What we see in the media about um, politicians and uh, uh, potential presidential candidates, um, what they're going to do, what they plan on doing with uh, student loan debt. So um, what are your takes on um, how effective, you know, how lucrative getting a college degree is um, this day and age with, you know, so many people on social media being self-employed and, you know, finding uh, finding their niche outside of the traditional classroom setting, get a degree, go get a job, stay there 40 years, retire, and then, you know, drop dead somewhere. Um, I think we're entering an era in which, like, we are very creative and we are very um, innovative. And I, I, I know a lot of people personally who have, their own business at the age of like 22, 23, 24, um, without a college degree. And, you know, I don't want any listeners out there to get it twisted. I mean, you know, college is important by all means, you know, finish your education. But I do strongly believe now more than like more than I did before that you don't need a college degree to have a decent career. Like there's pretty much like the sky's the limit these days, you know, um, us as millennials, we just have so many possibilities um and we are so uh, caught up with like technology and things like that. everything that's around us moving into the whole digital era so it just falls you know hand on hand in hand and um yeah i think um it, it, i mean you can look at it from both ways because you know you, you look at the really good jobs with like really good companies that require like a degree, you know, arm and a leg, blood, tear, sweat. But at the end of the day, if you want to work for yourself, I mean, I, I don't think a college degree really comes into play. Anymore. I think it depends on the avenue that you want to go down. I mean, if you want to be a neurophysicist or something like that, of course, you need to be in school for, you know, however many years so that you can perfect uh, your craft. But if you're just looking just to go to college to make mommy and daddy happy then you know you're kind of wasting your time because you should be going to college since you are the one that's doing the work regardless if they're footing the bill or not um you know go to college because you want to go to college and get you know whatever degree but you don't some of these things you don't have to like content creator very lucrative you don't have to go to college and then even um some of us like or me with accounting you have you don't have to have a cpa i'm witness to that and proof that but it helps you know as far as marketability is concerned so we have some drinking going on (laughs) just a little bit just Just a a little little bit this is a rosé infused (laughs) podcast this time um but go to school and if you are gonna 
dig yourself into some student debt. Make sure it's not for a degree that's not going to be, right. you know, not as marketable as possible. I think that we were taught at a very young age, the only way to be successful is to have a degree. I mean, our teachers taught us that, our parents taught us that, our neighbors taught us that. And that's not true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think college is beneficial. I learned a lot in college, but like Adrian said, depending what your profession is, I think it's where it's appropriate. If you want to be a journalist, don't go to college for be for journalism. Just start a blog, you know, save that $50,000 in debt. If you want to do business, just start networking now with business people because whoever you surround yourself with, that's who you become. Personally, I think the only reason why I finished my degree is because I was the first one in my whole family, or at least immediate family, to get their college degree. So I know it did mean a lot for my parents and I don't regret it, you know, because I'm the first one in my family, so I'm making history for my family. But if I can do things differently, I would have probably stopped going to college three years ago or four years ago. That's just me personally. But do you feel, it sounds like you felt like an obligation because to make your parents I, happy. So. Right. Well, oh Lord, now you're going to get me to talk. The short, the short <laughs> we're here synopsis. For, we're here Let's for get it. The no, I mean, look. <laughs> It's me, my sister, and my brother. Both yeah. my sister and I. I love you guys dearly. But, you know, they dropped out of high school. I was the only one to finish high school full term. You know, no problems, nothing like that. So I would, I wanted my parents to say, hey, you know, because they're in that baby boomer or Generation X age, I really wanted them to say to their neighbor or their friend or their girlfriend whoever to say like hey my child has this degree because in their generation a college degree means a lot in our generation i guess at this point in life it doesn't really mean much to us to some degree depending where you're at in college and what your profession is again but again if i can go back in time I would probably wouldn't have finished my degree. Back in seventh grade, when you take your career test, believe it or not, my career that I got was a documentary producer. So it's kind of funny how things are kind of working out towards that, because yeah. I do have some projects and I'm going to be like Moises and start plugging and stuff, but I do have some projects coming on. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I can go back in time, I mean, I wouldn't have finished my degree. I feel like we live in an age where we have so many resources and so many tools where we all can be very successful. It's just, again, we have to one, maximize it. And number two, discipline ourselves to actually achieve it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, um, in my case, I think I actually started college right after high school, like straight out of high school. I think I started college that summer session. Do you guys think that it's wise to jump on a specific degree or 
no, like right out of high school because no, I feel no. like there's just so many of us to just switch our majors like left and right. And it's no. just that's just much like, if, more money wasted. Well, I, like, I knew I wanted to do business, and you can contest to so I've always been like the business guy since we were kids and everything like that. But before I settled on business, I was very indecided, indecisive. See, I'm sorry, a little rose. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to do psychology. I wanted to do this. Yeah, I wanted to place. do that all over the place and everything. Yep. But luckily, I was able to like know that I wanted to do business pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It just it took me a while to finish it. But not everybody's that lucky. <laughs> I went. But I graduated in May, and then in August I was at MC, and I went for one semester. And I'm like, well, why am I here? Because I just want to work and have my own money. <laughs> get my own car and all of this stuff and try to have some sort of freedom um if which I could go back, did you go to um observation drive yeah back in the day when it was tiny a brief oh, see it now yeah i haven't been up there yeah it's nice it's but really at nice. the time when i went there there were vending machines that don't work so mc uh, if you're hearing this now please fix your vending machines i'm sure, sure it's fixed okay so then that kind of you mentioned you know put your parents into the mix of that. So the next part of this is um, expectations. So in America, and I noticed it's not like this in other countries that I've visited, in America, quote unquote, this is what you're supposed to do, the yellow brick road. You graduate high school at 18, you graduate college at 22, and then um, you buy a house at 26, you make 75 grand by 30, um, you get married by 32. You have your first kid at 34, so on and so forth. So I want to know where are these, yeah, where where do these milestones come from? And then if you don't have all of those things, you know, each checkbox, tick mark, just say, then you're out of order or something's wrong with you. Um. Well, I don't know where that list came from. Maybe some gen- or baby boomer created it. I don't know. Yeah, some like baby boomer from the 1950s and 1960s when everything was still black and white yeah seriously i mean i feel like all kids fresh out of high school first if i can do things differently travel i'll say before you even go to college i would just say travel mm-hmm. experience the world you know because you I, have the means if you have the means to trust one, whatever travel you know mm-hmm. but no but really get to Find yourself where you identify yourself in this world. But I hear you. I think a lot of people used to look at it that like that, like used to follow that roadmap um, through life, like yeah. you know, follow the yellow brick road to like your single house with a white picket fence type of life. But uh, again, we're just moving in a whole different direction now. So times have changed a, a lot. Yeah, and like I said, I, I personally know people in their early twenties who have started a career and have like are living the american life at 24 25 yeah so i mean it just depends on the work that you put into it but like i said we're just in a in a time now we're like if we're so we just have so many resources and so many means to be so creative and it's just so easy to like start your own business and be successful yeah you just gotta put your mind into it i mean i'm 29 going to 30 like i don't hold really any regrets i mean i told this to more sense i feel like the 20s are your get a year's quote unquote they sure were and your 30s are your prime i mean whether it's 30s or 40s or 50s i mean you live your best life i mean j-lo just turned 50 and she was twerking in new york city for her birthday i mean <laughs> at 50 years old you would think you'd be like in the house 
you know, but I want to be like that. I mean, look at Angela Bassett. She just turned 61 and she's still going out. She's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, mother. Yes. You know, so I mean, I don't really think we need to stop like the ageism. Is that the proper term? And also stop this, especially amongst um, when you're in a group setting of LGBTQIX. Uh, people, y and Z. yeah. I mean, this stop this this competition as far as it comes to college. You're getting a group of people, and I've been in this before. And another friend who's not here, um, you talk to one. Oh, I have a degree from this school. Oh, well, I have my doctor from this school. Oh, well, I have a um, two doctor degrees from this school. Oh, well, I have a BMW. Oh, well, my condo is downtown and it's fully furnished, and I have know brazilian ebony wood floors i mean just and it just it never stops do you think that that's more of a millennial lgbtq whatever thing or do you think it's more since we live in the east coast and dc and the dmv do you think it's like a dc dmv thing because hold on before you come in i was talking to my friend earlier today at the gym and he was saying that you know, in the East Coast, in the DMC or DMV region, that when you introduce yourself to somebody, like the first thing you always talk about is like your career and what you do. Versus when I went to LA, it wasn't actually like that. I mean, yeah, they kind of name drop people, so it's a little bit different. But I just feel like in this area, it's more about that. It's, this area is very focused on, that's the first question they asked. Um, Someone we we all know, he went on a date with someone, and the, the first question that, well, one of the first questions the guy asked him was, "How much do you make a year?" And I'm like, "Well, they asked that to judge one's socioeconomic status, so then they know where to position themselves." Oh, should I brag? Should I not brag? Um, then, then, as I said a few moments ago, that's when the competition starts of who has the most, you know, material things, or who has the most degrees, who went to the most prestigious school, who lives in the best neighborhood, quote unquote. All of that, I guess, is to make them feel better, to make up for whatever insecurity or whatever that they're lacking in their lives. It's something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you guys took the words right out of my mouth because that's exactly what I was going to say. It's just this area in particular, and I think it's just most of the East Coast is like that. Because going up to New York, same thing. I mean, you guys, if you guys can imagine, every like the cost of living up there is ridiculous. And I mean, if you're if you're not living on your own. Or, you know, if you don't have your own this and that, you're getting looked at from, like, the side, like, okay, you know, why are you even talking to me? That's just the area that we live in. That's just how people are. Speaking of living, now, um, thoughts on, okay, so if you aren't, you know, um, 26 and you don't live by yourself, what are your thoughts on that? And also thoughts of if you are 26 and you live off, I mean, you live by yourself, but mommy and daddy are sending you that ACH deposit of $500 every two weeks or every month, but you're living by yourself and, you know. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I have my own place, but I wouldn't mind whether I was renting a room from somebody or sharing, you know, property space with somebody having a roommate. Like me personally, I don't mind. Because I don't think that really undervalue your person. I mean, honestly, I think it's a smart thing because you're trying to keep expenses low. 
Um, so, I mean, if I was in that opportunity to actually rent a room and do it, I would probably have done it rather than buying a condo. Honestly, that's just me. Um, I think you should just work on what you need to do. I mean, if you need a roommate, you need a roommate. If you don't, you don't. It's whatever. I don't think there's really any negative, you know, perception of it or whatever. Me well, personally. Uh, it- So maybe it's a a baby boomer thing where there's this mindset that um, if you're 32 and, you know, you're you're in your parents' basement and you pay your own bills, you know, you're, you clean up after yourself. You're literally just, you're literally renting a room or that space from your family or your parents or, you know, somebody like that. There's this mindset that, oh, well, you live at home and they're paying everything. They're paying all your bills. You don't have any student debt because you live at home and you should have, you know, tens of thousands of dollars saved because you live at home. Like, what have any of you lived in, you know, lived on your own? You've come back to your parents to gather yourself. You jumped out again and then maybe that didn't work or you had a roommate and then to gather yourself. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been in different living, different types of living arrangements. I've lived, you know, with someone else. I've lived on my own. I've lived um, with my parents. You know, I've been, I was in and out of my parents' house for the longest time. Messing up people's doors. <sighs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I, would, I, would I take any of that back? No, because I think that it just shows, it teaches you a lot of discipline in, in a way. Um and I mean, me personally, I don't really like to live up to, you know, people's expectations. I'm kind of like the, the outsider. I kind of do my own thing. I'm like socially rebellious. OK, um, but even like people that I know, um, like that personally, like I know this one guy who took over a family business and he was living at home until he was like 33, 34. And now he's got like a big old house all to himself that he actually worked for. You know what I mean? So, like I said, it's just different, different. I feel like at the right stage or the right path, like it will happen. Like, yeah, everybody can take like a different path to things. Like, you know, there's some of us that will try things here and there. You know, you try living on your own, doesn't work out. You try living with somebody else and it doesn't work out. But eventually you find your the correct path and you just follow it. And I think you, you're good at the end of the day. Because, I mean, I'll be honest. If my parents lived where I live now, I would probably still be living with them and saving as much money as I can. Mm. So I kind of bought a bigger place. So, like, I feel like nowadays it doesn't really matter if you live with your parents or not. Yeah, it can be kind of awkward if you want to bring someone special to your house and stuff like that. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, as long as you're working, your credit's good, and you're just, you know, doing what you need to do in life, I mean, I don't think it really, I mean, I don't see it as a bad thing. And if I was dating somebody, I wouldn't see it as a bad thing either, because I'm like, okay, this guy's responsible, he wants to save money, you know, he has a plan. But if he's just sitting there and collecting calories and not doing shit, then yeah, <laughs> then that's a different story. What about, okay, since we're talking about that, would you date someone um, since the news says millennials don't want to, um, we don't want cars, 
it doesn't apply to me. I like having a car. But when you date someone that lived in the suburbs like we all do, and they didn't have a car with the thought of, or with the fact of, or, or knowing rather, oh, there's Uber, so on and so forth. Like me, no, be, just, just because well, nice I mean, to be picked up and taken out. Oh, oh, okay, let's go to the restaurant or something. Okay, then that means I have to get up. I have to move my car every time. It would be nice to be picked up at some point and be the passenger. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but you also got to think of it like from that point, person's point of view too because they probably feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? So it would be nice for them to get picked up and all that. I say this. Like, I... Uh, hold on, I'll give, you, I'll give you your time in a second. But, like, it's funny. I was actually having this conversation with a friend of mine too and... He was saying that he was, you know, he started talking to this guy and he found out that he wasn't driving and it was just kind of awkward. But at the end of the day, he said that he really felt the connection with this person and they really, you know, they enjoyed each other's company. And you could tell that he was actually, you know, into this person. And I mean, I would say this, like I wouldn't, me personally, I wouldn't mind it for the right person. But you got to just be careful. There's other people who are, you know, literally take advantage of you and use you for your money. Um... Shade, mm-hmm. but um, was that shade? I, and I hope you're listening to this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think, I think it depends. For the right person, I probably wouldn't mind it, but it would be a little awkward knowing that you're a little more financially stable. Well, I was dating somebody this summer who did not have a car. Oh, really? Yeah, and I sent you guys text messages about this. <laughs> Um, but honestly, like, for me, a car doesn't really matter, um, because as long as they have money for an, an Uber, then that's different. You know, some people just don't like to drive. I honestly, even though I have a car, I don't like to drive personally. I'm like, damn, I got to drive all the time with Laurel. Like, mm. Jesus, you know, mm. but I mean, that's they- not, that's not a deal breaker for me yeah. because that person has some, um, drama and I understood it and, and it was okay but if they you know don't have a job then that's, that's different you know now, and what, I, what if okay you live where you live they live in Thurmont now we go there well since it's just <laughs> Thurmont I mean I'm not going there yeah. <laughs> I'm not that's going there and listen, thank like God for Uber because if you piss me off or oh, you bust me, you don't get on that Uber app, you're going home alone. See ya. Right. Now, just boys and girls, just let you know this is an after dark podcast. So we excuse for all the language, but. Pardon their language and yes. their drunkenness. We're not drunk. We're, We're just drunk. living our best lives. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a deal breaker. Look, with that person, one point they left their AirPods on my house. So I had to literally drive all the way to their house they should drop off their airpods yeah during rush hour traffic which was like 45 minutes to an hour but like for me it's not a deal breaker but like adrian said like i would like for them to pick me up you know in their car not the public bus um (laughs) in any kind of car i'm not asking you you know um you can you know It can be whatever. It can be with where we are. Where it can be a nineteen ninety nine Honda Accord. Fine, just just and also it can be. Take note. Just clean your car. Just just vacuum it for 
the one time I'm gonna get in, I don't want to see any crumbs. Just What's, the one time. Listen, no, it, it can't be no 1990 car because I am not using that analog rolling the windows down kind of thing. Like, they might no. not have 1990. Manual windows. 1990. Yeah. 1990. Yeah. 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 Being the, the a generation of change, um, the dress code in the workplace and just in businesses in general, it's moving from moving away it from it's moving towards business casual, away from being so formal. So I love that. Um, some a lot of banks are embracing guys wear a polo shirt or guys and girls wear a polo shirt polo shirt uh, to work. See, he's drinking too. No, it's had a McFlurry. Uh, a Sunday. <laughs> and yes, the machines were working. The machines work. Amen. Shout out to the McDonald's down the street. Yeah. They never work. Um, how do you all feel about um Yeah, I, I love it. I'm like my place of work, um, I love the dress code there because we mm-hmm. went from having a strict suit and tie type of um uh dress code and now we're like pretty much free to wear almost like whatever we want but you know still kind of have a, a professional look to it but we're we're more um what's a good word it's more like it's a more of a modern look and it's more yeah. expressive yes yeah. um because now you're able to wear just you know a regular shirt dress shirt with no tie you don't have to wear slacks you can actually wear chino pants you can actually wear jeans decent jeans um Polos, even T-shirts, uh, as long as it's you know appropriate, no no logo, none of that stuff. But you know, pretty common stuff in every everywhere, that, wherever you work at. But I just love it because even the even our clients who see us, they're like, you guys are moving in a completely new direction. I like you guys are staying ahead of the game from the competition, and that's a good look for you guys. So we're getting a lot of compliments, a lot of positive feedback on it, and. Yeah. yeah, I hate wearing a suit. I mean, at my old position, I'm not going to tell y'all where I used to work at. Um, but I, I mean, I looked good in a suit, but I hate wearing a suit. I mean, you can contest to that, Moises. Um, so I like the business casual, the expressive look. I love going into like an Apple store and they're wearing just a t-shirt and jeans. And sometimes I think I saw somebody wearing flip-flops. I don't know. But I like that. I mean, I don't really care what you wear. You know, if I'm a customer going into a place, I don't care what you wear as long as you know what you're talking about. And you service my needs. Yeah. And you have great customer service. So Mm -hmm. I don't, me personally, I don't really care. I mean, just don't have you like, you know... Just be groomed up. You know, exactly. that's all I ask. Just, exactly. yeah, don't have no snot coming down your nose. <laughs> you know. The last thing you want to do is having cloths coming out of them sandals. If you're wearing sandals at work, please groom That them. is yeah. going to be yeah. the, the next podcast for specializing in grooming because, listen, <laughs> it's summer. Please utilize a shower, utilize soap. But whether it's summer, whether it's, it needs to be fall, winter, Yeah, but especially summer. this time when like heat makes bad smells smell worse, like please submerge your whole body in soap and water and find something to exfoliate your skin. A loofah, um, hand, uh, hand cloth, something. 
sound. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah. Let's see. I think that's all we have for this. Yeah, that's all we have. That's all we have, you guys, for so, our podcast. Um, and, we're out, and we're out of wine, so we have to go grab another bottle real quick. But we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, sure. honestly, give us your feedback. Give us feedback on the podcast. Um, we're here for constructive criticism. What we should do. You know, tell us about the sound. Um, Everything. Music in the background. Is it too long? Is it too short? So yes, please reach tell out us, to tell us. us. Reach tell out. Us. We have our Instagram, Twitter. And our podcast, Petty Millennials, our individual um, Instagram and Twitter. Guys, go ahead and give it to them. Yes. And also, Moises, you know, as you know, he has his own podcast, Mind of Madness. Ooh, check it and out. And it's really, really good, you guys. So please check it out as well. Um, he's amazing. He's my best friend. Sometimes I want to smack him, but, you but know. He it's not good. No, I will. It's not no, I will. Um, but anyways... Please email us to at pettymillennials at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at pettymillennials. And we'll talk to you guys later. All right. Have a good one. Later. Bye.